People of the world, welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 262. This one's going to be a good one. Why? Because we are talking about everything TikTok. Ugh. But Kellen, I don't want to. Kellen, I don't want to TikTok. Let me tell you a little bit about TikTok. Right now, Instagram, saturated. Facebook, saturated. Twitter, saturated. You can go to TikTok and your first video is going to get around 500 views. That is just the TikTok algorithm trying to entice you to stay there forever. Now, that second video might get 100, and then you might trickle down into like the fives and the tens and the whatever. But if you're like me, you at least get 100. And then when you do well, you get 600-ish. And Shalee, our social media guru, influencer here at Send It Rising, senditrising.com, just got a million views. A million views on TikTok. She has over a million likes. Think about that. That's some reach. So it is an incredible platform, a platform that you should seriously consider. And if you are of the mindset that TikTok is only for dancing, well, then you're not really understanding it all too well. Um, there is an incredibly famous lawyer on TikTok. There is a famous SAT prep person. And then you go, yeah, but the demographic. Look, if you actually want to grow an audience, you want to be where the growth is happening, where are where there are many more users than they are there are creators. So again, every other social media platform that I can think of, saturated. So get on TikTok. Yeah, but I'm a local plumbing company. I hear you. There's a huge SEO benefit. And the other thing too is you can create the content on TikTok and then share it to Instagram and Facebook. So it's just a platform to create good content and then you can put it everywhere else. Now, if you haven't already checked out Chelsea Smith Cosmetics, which is my sister's company, check her out on TikTok. You can see how to do it right. Also check out Shelly Wanders. That's the employee I was telling you about earlier. Now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six articles we're gonna go over regarding the updates that are relevant to TikTok. We're gonna start with TheVerge.com. All links to all articles are in the description. You can now apply for a job through TikTok. TikTok resumes has already been adopted by Chipotle, Target, and Shopify. According to the article, TikTok is testing a job application tool that allows its users to directly apply with video resumes to companies like Chipotle, Target, and Shopify. Now, clearly turnover on in places like Target and Chipotle um, must be very frustrating. If you have a Chipotle franchise, you know, your average age is probably 16 to 22 of folks that work there. You've got managers, you've got all the rest, you know, but the longevity of a, an employee like that might be six months, you know, four months, two weeks, a year, two days. And so you're constantly hiring all the time, all the time hiring. And so being able to quickly go through TikTok and see video resumes of people that are well-spoken, um, look like they can do the job would be very helpful. So back to the article, the short-term pilot program called TikTok Resumes stems from content that has organically popped up on the platform like hashtag career talk and the company's deliberate initiatives to influence college students and younger users. There are more than 30 companies signed up to accept resumes for the pilot, which lasts until July 31st. So it would seem as though LinkedIn could, could only be the platform um, of uh, professionals and that's it. Um, but that obviously isn't true because at the end of the day, 
all of the social media behemoths are simply catering to an audience. So it's not like LinkedIn is doing something that TikTok can't do. Um, TikTok is just working within the confines of their demographic, which expands rapidly. I remember when Facebook was the new kid on the block. Remember MySpace? So anyway, here comes TikTok in the resume space and uh, it's not surprising. So LinkedIn, watch out. Vox.com, how TikTok's hate speech detection tool set off a debate about racial bias on the app. TikTok says it's fixing an error that caused its algorithms to flag Black Lives Matter content, but some black creators are still frustrated. Um, this is why I'm bleeped the bleep off. We're tired, said popular uh, influencer Ziggy Tyler in a recent viral video on TikTok. Anything black related is considered inappropriate content. He continued later in the video. He was expressing his frustration with TikTok about a discovery he made while editing his bio in the app's creator marketplace, which connects popular account holders with brands who pay them to promote products or services. He noticed that when he typed phrases about black content in his marketplace creator bio, such as Black Lives Matter or Black Success, the app flagged his content as inappropriate. That has got to be so incredibly infuriating. But when he typed in phrases like white supremacy or white success, he received no such warning. This obviously is a huge problem. And it brings up a larger issue, which is this idea that robots are taking over. We're all going to die. Here come the drones. They're going to kill us. We're going to be in the matrix if we aren't already in the matrix. And uh, it's, it's, it's a slow moving coup is the point I'm making, which is we're not going to have the control over AI that we think we're going to have. And nonsense like this can only be fixed by these top, top tier engineers that understand machine learning at a high level. And so systemic racism find its, finds its way into AI. And then the number of people that can go in and weed that out are very few and far between. Now, of course, um, a spokesperson for TikTok, back to the article, told Rico that um, the issue was an error with its hate speech detection system, which it's actively working to resolve. But if the AI is using machine learning, then you have to change the way it perceives the ridiculous amount of content. This is the huge difference between just coding something and using machine learning. When it comes to just coding something, you just you fix the code and that's, that's the end of it. But when you're having it go through all videos to understand, um, when you're using artificial intelligence so that it begins to, for lack of a better word, learn, then <clears throat> there's just a handful of people that can solve these problems. And you might go in and tweak the code so that it perceives certain language in a different way. But as it begins to learn, it's gonna unfold um, in ways that are impossible for a human to predict. And the best analogy I can think of is chess. Um, these uh, deep, was it deep, deep blue? I'm trying to remember the, the chess AI that uh, finally took out the world's best chess players. I mean, there's no chance a human can even hold, you know, a draw against a computer nowadays. There's just no way. And there's all sorts of different computers and some use deep learning and and AI, et cetera. Point being that as these engineers go in, um, they can make a change, have it learn, and it could be fine for a minute and then turn and and uh, not be fine. And so it's like, here's a good analogy. It's like raising a child. 
<laughs> you're trying to impart to this child all of the things that that child should do. But the child learns from you. It learns from your culture, um, your family culture, the way you live, the way you interact, how you work, what you say, what you don't say. Um, this whole do as I say and not as I do is now an AI problem because you can tell the computer all you want, don't be racist. And then when it moves you know, into just the infinite amount of content, it learns these things. And then it, it ends up saying, you know, Black Lives Matter is uh, inappropriate and it's fine with things like white supremacy or white success and not flagging those things. So come on, engineers, let's see what you can do to kind of stem the tide and fight against, um, you know, thousands of years of oppression. Good luck with that. Um, so Tyler said he didn't find TikTok's explanation to recode to be adequate, no, nor do I. I mean, I'm not sure what, you know, I, I'm not an AI engineer. Quote, regardless of what the algorithm is and how it picked up, somebody had to program that algorithm, Tyler told Recode. And if the problem is the algorithm and the marketplace has been available since 2020, why wasn't this a conversation you had with your team knowing there have been racial controversies? Yeah, there you go. So there's a lot of folks that are legitimately upset. Um, there you go. AI, hate speech. It's complicated. TheVerge.com TikTok parent ByteDance has begun selling the video apps AI to other clients. So obviously you have real estate homes that have a value, you have intellectual property, and then you've got this, I guess you could call it intellectual property, AI technology, which why wouldn't you sell it if it has value? ByteDance, the Beijing-based parent company of video sharing app TikTok has started selling TikTok's AI to other companies. The Financial Times reported... The company has a new division called Byte Plus. And according to its website, its client list already includes U.S. fashion app Goat, Singapore travel site WeGo, Indonesian shopping app Chili Belly, and India-based social gaming platform Games App. So there you go. Um, it's, just, it's one thing to have a massively successful social media app. But then, obviously, these are smart people, and they're looking to monetize. And so if you've, you're sitting on this technology... Yeah, you're selling it. Why wouldn't you? And I find it interesting that for many, many, many years, the United States was dominant in this space, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera, Instagram. And now you've got China, you know, a major, major global player coming in and taking the world by storm. Um, TikTok is a big deal. I'm bullish on TikTok. I speak a little bit of Chinese, so perhaps I'm a little biased. Um, and for those of you that are saying, Kellen, that's not what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say Mandarin. The reason I say I speak Chinese is because when I talk to people from China, they say, oh, you speak Chinese. Do you understand me? They don't say Mandarin. They say Chinese, which is why I say Chinese. CNBC.com, TikTok, and Instagram inch closer to the streaming wars as competitive barriers blur. Instagram and TikTok both announced uh, changes this week that enhance their video services. The lines are increasingly blurring between historical social media companies and legacy media. Amazon's $8.5 billion acquisition of MGM will be a test case for how antitrust regulators view large technology companies encroaching on legacy media's territory. Yeah, legacy media, you know, NBC, CNBC, Fox, Wall Street Journal, all of these places um, where people used to go in droves, um, 
you know, are finding themselves promoting themselves on the new stuff. Uh, from the article, Instagram wants to be more like TikTok. TikTok is extending the length of its videos to be more like YouTube. Uh, Roku seems to be following the Netflix playbook. So the streaming wars are generally discussed as a competition between large global legacy media companies, Disney, Comcast, NBC, AT&T, Warner, etc. But as television becomes predominantly delivered over the internet, the competitive lines between traditional media companies and online video services like TikToks, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Amazon, Twitch are blurring. So yeah, it makes sense to me. I, I literally was driving down the 15 uh, past the Raiders stadium the other day, and I saw um, Twitch, a giant Twitch banner on the uh, display outside the Raiders. And so yes, the lines are blurring. You got to go to where the audience is going. I think it's unlikely that um, the major players um, are going to see revenue like they used to. You know, Disney, Comcast. I mean, maybe maybe Disney's got legs, um, but uh, for a lot of these these old players, I I don't know. Not bullish on them. NBCnews.com. TikTok is taking the book industry by storm, and retailers are taking notice. Book Talk has sent old books back to the top of bestseller lists and helped launch the careers of new authors. Videos with the Book Talk hashtag have been viewed a collective 12.6 billion times. That's something I am definitely going to have to check out. NBCnews.com, link in the description. Author Adam Silvera, for years, four years ago, released the adult science fiction novel, They Both Die at the End, which found success and landed a few weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. But years later, he said his publisher noticed a significant sales bump, and that trend um, had to do with TikTok. BookTok is a community of users on TikTok who post videos reviewing and recommending books which has boomed in popularity over the past year. TikTok videos containing the hashtag, hashtag they both die at the end have collectively amassed more than 37 million views to date. Wow. Many of which feature users reacting and often crying to the book's emotional ending. So it just goes to show that uh, TikTok relevant for the youth fiction market. And, uh, Pretty interesting. So if you're an author, you might want to go and check out the book talk hashtag. Theverge.com final article of the day. TikTok is rolling out longer videos to everybody. TikToks are about to get longer. The app is now rolling out the ability for everyone to publish videos up to three minutes in length. Uh, typically, it's 15 seconds and a minute. Three times the existing one minute limit. There you go. The extension is meant to give creators more flexibility while filming and limit the need for multi-part posts. Three minute videos have been testing, have been in testing at least since December. So ladies and gentlemen, the point obviously is that TikTok is an incredibly relevant social media, um, uh, what would you say, app? Yikes Factory, thanks for swinging on boy. Soon I'm by Twitch chat. Appreciate you uh, leaving a little comment there. Um, but yes, if you're an entrepreneur and you are not in TikTok yet, that is something you're definitely wanna uh, gonna want to check out. The reason I'm a little distracted is that my son has entered the room. <laughs> Phoenix, come over here, buddy. Come say hi to the people. Yeah, he wants to be on the show. Hi. There we go. All right. Can you say TikTok? TikTok. Can you say TikTok is good for entrepreneurs? See, you heard it here first. TikTok is good for entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, 
Um, do you have any ideas for the business owners, buddy? What, what should what should people do to be good people? Eat good food. There you go. You heard it here for first, folks. Um, eat good food. That's uh, coming to you from Phoenix. Um, let's say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Everybody. We'll see you next episode.